Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Well, hello and welcome back. I am so glad that you've joined me for today's episode. Today we continue the story of Esther. Last, we learned that Esther had been chosen to be the new queen of the Persian Empire. That's right, Persia, not Israel. Although Esther was an Israelite, she had been living in the land of Persia with her older cousin Mordecai. Esther had been chosen by King Xerxes from all the young women in the land to be the next queen. What must that have been like? Esther, who was a simple and humble young girl, who had only known life with her cousin Mordecai, now found herself as queen. And not just any queen, but queen of one of the largest empires in the world at that time. Life changed drastically for her. And what of her cousin Mordecai? Oh, Mordecai would not forget his Esther. He would sit at the king's gate every day, watching and listening, listening and watching as nobles and officials would come and go from the king's palace. Now Mordecai had instructed Esther to keep her family background and nationality a secret. She was not to tell anyone, not even the king, that she was an Israelite. And Esther, even though she was queen, still listened to and respected and obeyed Mordecai. He was like a father to her. He had raised her and taken care of her since her parents had died. She continued to follow Mordecai's instructions as she had done when he was bringing her up. During the time Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway became angry and began to conspire against the king. They began to conspire on how they could assassinate King Xerxes. Do you know what assassinate means? It means they were plotting to kill the king. When Mordecai overheard their conversation and what they were planning to do, when he found out about their plot, he told Queen Esther right away. Queen Esther then reported it to the king, giving credit to Mordecai. And when the report was investigated and found to be true, the two officials were hanged on gallows. All this was recorded and written down in the book of the annals in the presence of the king so that it would always be remembered what Mordecai had done to save the life of the king. Well, time went by and Esther continued to be queen and Mordecai continued to sit at the king's gate, watching and listening as officials came and went through the gate. Daily, he would come and sit at the king's gate, for he knew his Esther was inside the palace. During this time, a man named Haman, son of Hamadatha the Agagite, was honored by the king. He was given a seat of honor higher than that of all the other nobles. All the royal officials at the king's gate knelt down and paid honor to Haman, for the king had commanded this concerning him. Now, what do you think Mordecai would do? Would he bow down to Haman? Or would he remember that God, his God, Yahweh, had commanded that his people were not to bow down to or worship any idol or man other than himself, the one true God? 
Mordecai knew this was what Yahweh had commanded, and so he would not kneel down or pay honor to Haman. Then the royal officials at the king's gate asked Mordecai, Why do you disobey the king's command? Day after day they spoke to him, but he refused to comply. Therefore they told Haman about it, to see whether Mordecai's behavior would be tolerated, for he had told them he was a Jew. When Haman saw that Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor, he was enraged. Yet having learned who Mordecai's people were, learning that Mordecai was a Jew and that his people were the Jews, he scorned the idea of killing only Mordecai. He wanted to be rid of all the Jewish people living in the land of Persia. Haman looked for a way to destroy all of Mordecai's people, the Jews, the Israelites, throughout the whole kingdom of Xerxes. Then Haman said to King Xerxes, There is a certain people dispersed and scattered among the peoples in all the provinces of your kingdom, whose customs are different from those of all other people, and who do not obey the king's laws. It is not in the king's best interest to tolerate them. If it pleases the king, let a decree be issued to destroy them, and I will put 10,000 talents of silver into the royal treasury for the men who carry out this business. Oh my, what would the king do? Would he allow such a thing to happen? Did he know? Of course he did not know that his very own queen, Esther, was a Jew. In that fateful moment, the king took off his signet ring, the ring that had the power to put any law into effect, and gave that powerful ring to Haman, son of Hamadatha the Agagite, the enemy of the Jews. Keep the money, the king said to Haman, and do with the people as you please. Oh no, true seekers, the king just gave Haman power to have all of the Jews living in the land killed. This meant Mordecai and Esther's lives were now in danger because they were both Jews. On the 13th day of the first month, the royal secretaries were summoned. They wrote out in the script of each province and in the language of each people all of Haman's orders to the king's satraps, the governors of the various provinces, and the nobles of the various peoples. These were written in the name of King Xerxes himself and sealed with his own ring. Dispatches were then sent by couriers to all the king's provinces with the order to destroy, kill, and annihilate all the Jews, the young and the old, women and children, on a single day, the 13th day of the 12th month, the month of Adar, and to plunder their goods. It was cruel. It was a cruel, cruel order indeed. One that would strike fear in the hearts of every Jew living in the Persian Empire. A copy of the text of the edict was to be issued as law in every province and made known to the people of every nationality, so they would be ready for that day. Spurred on by the king's command, the couriers went out and the edict was issued in the citadel of Susa. The king and Haman sat down to drink like nothing had happened. But as the message began to be received by the people, they were bewildered. They were surprised. What was this news? 
Now Mordecai, when he learned of this news and of all that had been done, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and ashes, and went out into the city wailing loudly and bitterly. But he went only as far as the king's gate, because no one clothed in sackcloth was allowed to enter it. In every province to which the edict and order of the king came, there was great mourning among the Jews, with fasting, weeping, and wailing. Many lay in sackcloth and ashes. Now what about Esther? Had Esther heard the news? Had a report of the edict come to her? Did she know that her people were in danger? Did she know that the king had given permission for this law to take place? And what would be her response? When Esther's maids and eunuchs came and told her about Mordecai, she was in great distress. She sent clothes for him to put on instead of his sackcloth, but he would not accept them. Then Esther summoned Hathak, one of the king's servants assigned to attend her, and ordered him to find out what was troubling Mordecai and why. You see, she had not heard the news yet. She did not know why Mordecai was so upset. So Hathak went out to Mordecai in the open square of the city in front of the king's gate. Mordecai told him everything that had happened to him, including the exact amount of money Haman had promised to pay into the royal treasury for the destruction of the Jews. He also gave him a copy of the text of the edict for their annihilation, which had been published in Susa, to show to Esther and explain it to her. And he told him to urge her to go into the king's presence, to beg for mercy and plead with him for her people. Hathak went back and reported to Esther what Mordecai had said. When Esther read this, her heart must have stopped. Go to the king? Speak to the king herself? You see, even though Esther was queen, not even she could go and see the king any time she wanted. Then she instructed her servant to say to Mordecai, All the king's officials and the people of the royal provinces know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned, the king has but one law, that he be put to death. The only exception to this is for the king to extend the gold scepter to him and spare his life. But thirty days have passed since I was called to go to the king. Esther knew the king had not called for her, and for her to go to the king uninvited could mean the end of her life. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows that you, Esther, have come to royal position for such a time as this. Mordecai's words gave new courage to Esther. She sent this reply to Mordecai. Go, gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my maids will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions. Dear truth seekers, what do you think will happen to Esther? What an important moment in her life. Had God placed her in the palace and made her queen for such a time as this to help save the lives of the Jews living in Persia? I believe he had. 
God is sovereign. Can you say sovereign? Sovereign means that God has all power. He is all powerful. And since he is all powerful, he is in control of all things. God knew that Haman would devise an evil plan to kill all of the Jews living in Persia. And so God, knowing what would happen, placed Esther as queen at just the right time. God would use Esther to help save his people. Did Esther have a choice? Oh yes, she did. Mordecai told her that if she chose not to do anything or not to go to the king, that God would raise up deliverance and help from somewhere else. You see, God always gives us a choice to be used by him. How will we respond? Esther chose to fast and pray and seek God for what he would have her to do next. She was willing to be used by God, even if it meant her death. Where have we seen this willingness before? Where have we seen courage like this before? We saw it in the life of Daniel. When Daniel continued to obey God and pray to him three times a day, even if it meant being thrown into the lion's den. We saw it in the lives of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they would not bow to the king's image, even if it meant being thrown into the fire. Men and women all throughout the Bible were willing to give their lives to serve God. Why? Because they knew that God is sovereign, that he is all-powerful and mighty and strong and worthy of our worship and sacrifice. They knew that what God could do in their lives was greater than any fear of what man could do to them. God is in control, but he also gives us the ability to choose how we will respond to him. He works all things together for our good, even the bad things that happen. God can use and turn bad into good as we surrender our lives to him. Esther looked around and it appeared that evil was going to win, but God was in control. God is always in control. Will you surrender all of your heart to him today? Will you trust him to work all things together for good? Maybe you are like Esther today and you are in a certain place for such a time as this. Wherever God has you right now, he has placed you there for such a time as this. Ask him to show you how he can use you. God is in control of all things and he is so good to allow us to be a part of what he is doing in the world around us. If you'd like to read today's story, you can find it in Esther chapters 2 through 4. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are sovereign. You are in control of all things. We submit to you today. We ask that you would use us just as you did Esther and Mordecai. No matter what is going on around us, we will keep our eyes on you. We choose to follow and obey you, for we know that you are good and you are life to our souls. Where else can we go but to you? You have the power to save. You are God Almighty. Help us to be used by you for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know what time it is now. It's time to give a shout out to some reviews that have been left for the podcast. First, I want to give a shout out to Glenn, Ruth, Clara, and Alyssa. Their mom sent an email that says, Hi, Sherilyn. A friend told us about your podcast and my kids have loved it right away. They love to listen to the stories as part of their bedtime routine. When you told the story of the candy cane, my nine-year-old came out of his room and wanted to tell me how amazing the story of the candy cane was. 
Our whole family enjoys listening to you, and we are always eager to hear what truths you find in each story. Thank you for doing this. We appreciate your work so very much, but especially the children, Glenn, Ruth, Clara, and Alyssa. Thank you so much for that email, and thank you so much for listening. The Candy Cane Story was part of our Advent series, and I do want to thank all of you who listened and tuned into the Advent series. It's such a special time each year for me. I love doing it. All right, here's our next review. This is from Maisie. She says, I'm five years old. I like your stories. I listen to them at home almost every day. My favorite story is David and Saul. You are doing so good. Thank you. Well, thank you, Maisie, for that. This next review says, hello, my name is Trey. I'm four years old and I live in Louisiana. I like that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not get killed in the fire. God saved them. I love listening to True Seekers and I love it. I love that story too, Trey. Thank you for the review. This says, we love your podcast. I think this is the perfect podcast for anyone. One of my favorite episodes is Esther. This podcast is also really fun to listen to. Well, that was from Aaron, age eight, and Eunice, age five. Thank you so much, Aaron and Eunice. All right, this next review says, thank you for the Bible stories. We like them so much. We listen to them often during breakfast or on our way to school. My son, Ethan, who's six years old, likes the story of Daniel the best. His favorite part is when the lion does not eat him. Thank you for the awesome work you do. Even I, as an adult, enjoy them and learn new things. You have a true gift of breaking down the word of God, making it plain and simple, but not taking away from the truth of the word. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May God bless you and this ministry. Thank you so much for that, Ethan. And thank you, mom, for writing that review. All right. This next review says, my five-year-old daughter, Joy, has always had a love for God's word. Your podcast has not only fueled that passion, but given her a deeper understanding of his word and how to pray. Everyone is always so impressed with her knowledge of the Bible. And I always say it's because of your podcast. When she heard you were coming out with an Advent series, she squealed. So did I. You are amazing. And we are so thankful for the gift of your podcast. You have a powerful gift of teaching and you help our children understand that the Bible is not just an old textbook, but is alive and powerful. God bless you and continue to use you to mold and shape the next generation to be bold, truth-seeking Bible lovers. Joy says she loves you. That's very sweet. And Joy, thank you so much for listening. I love how much you love the podcast. It blesses my heart so much. And what a, um, a sweet review. Thank you for sharing that and for saying those things. I continue to pray that God uses the podcast to speak truth in life. All right, here is our next review from South Africa. I love this podcast. It is great. It teaches me and my sister a lot. Please do not stop making these awesome episodes. My mom said she wants to listen to it together after I told her that you are making Advent podcast. I was waiting forever and finally the Advent podcasts are here from Lily and she says, May is nine and Leah is five. You are my favorite person in True Seekers. Well, thank you, Lily, May and Leah so much for listening. All right. This next review says, hi, my name is Elise Kendrick, and I can't fall asleep without you. I love this podcast so much that I feel that when I listen, I feel like I am in my peace place. I am in, I am 10 years old. Elise, that is so special and so powerful. I love that the podcast brings you peace, and I pray that it will continue to bring you peace as God speaks his peace to you through the words of his word, the Bible. 
From the Fries, they say, my family and I are truly enjoying the daily Advent countdown. During this very busy season, it's a blessing to pause each day to prepare our hearts and remember why we celebrate Christmas. Our children look forward to this each day. Thank you. This next review says, great, love it, and the Advent ones are good too. Listen to this every morning before I get up from bed. Thanks so much. I'm still catching up. All right, here's our next review that says, Sherilyn, my name is Melissa, and I've been listening to True Seekers for a few years now with my children. Isaac is age six and a half and in first grade, and Autumn is age five and in preschool. Our newest addition, Elijah John, age one, now joins us in listening too. Each of us love your podcast, the true stories from the Bible, the Praying the Bible series, and your Advent episodes. We listen again and again to you as you read from God's holy book and share his true word and real promises with us. We listen again and again as you pray with and for us. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for this content and for praying for your listeners of all ages. God's word will accomplish exactly what he purposes it to, and he's raising up young believers and disciples as we speak. Please continue this work. It is of eternal significance. Your voice and character have become familiar in our home, and you are a gift to us. Thank you, God, for the way you are calling boys and girls to yourself, using Sherilyn as one of your beautiful instruments. Sending you a big hug and several high fives from myself, Isaac, and Autumn from Massachusetts. Well, y'all are making me cry. I mean, that was so special. Thank you for writing that. That very much blesses me and gives me encouragement to continue moving forward in what God is calling and what he's doing through this podcast. All right. This review says, Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for the podcast. We love it. God bless you. Love Lincoln, Luke, and Raylan. Thank you, Lincoln, Luke, and Raylan. God bless you too. All right, we're getting closer. We had quite a few to catch up with here since um, we've been on Christmas break. Okay, here we go. This is from Nora Rose and Clara Ann. They say, I like it so much because it reads the Bible to me and is even better than the stories in my kids' Bible. I like the story of Esther and I listen to it all the time. Every time we listen to it, my little sister asks for Jonah and the big fish. Love, Nora Rose, who is five, and Clara Ann, who is three. Thank you, Nora Rose and Clara Ann, so much for listening. All right, this next review is from Hannah. She says, hi, Sherilyn. I am nine years old, and I enjoy the True Seekers podcast. I play the podcast every time I do homework, rest, or even shower. I think this is the best podcast I've really seen point to Christ. God bless you from Hannah. Hannah, thank you, and God bless you too. All right, here's our next one. I love the story of Samuel. This is from Elizabeth. She says, my name is Elizabeth and I am six. I love listening to your podcast. I love the story of when the Lord talks to Samuel and he just runs to Eli and Eli says, no, you go back to bed. It's the Lord. Tell the Lord, speak for your servant is listening. Then Samuel went and did that and God talked to him. I love that story too, especially the part where Eli tells Samuel to say, speak your servant is listening. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. This next review says, my 12 and 10 year old love the podcast. They especially enjoyed listening to the Advent episodes this year. May God bless you richly for your work on this podcast. God bless you and everyone involved with the podcast. Thank you so much for that review. This message came in from Zoe. She says, hi, my name is Zoe. I'm six years old. I'm half Brazilian, half Indian, and I love True Seekers podcast. Me and my sister listen to it every day. It really makes our hearts better, and it's a really good podcast to listen to. 
And this is from her mom. She says, hi there. Here's Zoe's mom. We live in northern India near the Himalayas. I can't even begin to say how blessed we are to listen to your Bible stories over breakfast every day. It does make a huge difference in how we face the daily joys and struggles. May God bless you abundantly. Thank you, Zoe and mom, for leaving that message. I love hearing that the podcast has made its way to northern India. What a blessing. Thank you so much for that. This next message comes from Anissa from Tasmania in Australia. She says, I have been forwarding the True Seekers podcast to two sweet sisters, Lavinia and Frankie. They have been enjoying listening to the episodes. I send them to their mom, Melina, and she plays them for her girls. Melina and Lavinia and Frankie, I just want to give you a special shout out and tell you that I am praying for you and that I pray that the words of life of God's word, as you listen to the podcast, as you open your Bible to read his word, that God's word would speak to you in specific and powerful ways, that you would know his peace, that you would know his comfort, and that you would know that all that Jesus came to bring for you and do for you. Lord, I just cover Frankie and I cover Lavinia and I cover Melina right now. God, I ask for your protection, your hand to be upon them as whatever they've walked through, Lord God, that the enemy would not be able to come against them, but God, you would raise them up, that you would set them on firm ground and that they would know you more and more and more, that your love for them would go deep into their hearts and that God, you have a plan and a purpose for their lives. And so we just speak that and declare that over them now in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much, Melina and Lavinia and Frankie for listening. This last review comes from Ella. She says, hi, I'm Ella and I'm 12 years old. My dad just died in the last few months and my grandfather died in late 2019. Many nights I can't sleep and my dad, who was a youth pastor, always said the truth and God's word will always help. And he's right. Thank you for helping me through these hard times. Ella, thank you so much for sharing that. And I am so very sorry for your loss. I know the loss and heartache that comes with losing those you love, especially your father. So I just cover you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that Jesus would be your peace, that he would surround you with his peace that passes all understanding, and that the Holy Spirit would bring you comfort, that he would protect you against the lies of the enemy, and that he would soften your heart to be used by him, that you would be like Esther for such a time as this, that you would raise up in the legacy of your father to speak God's word and his truth to those that you meet. I pray over you, Ella, that you would know peace and hope and joy out of the midst of heartache. I cover you, sweet Ella, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening, and I pray that the podcast continues to bless you as you listen to it and as you faithfully read God's word. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to our time together next week.